Welcome back to Let's Finally Watch It, the movie podcast where one or both of us haven't seen a movie that you saw decades ago, potentially. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. And I'm Clark Knows. And today we are watching the 2004 rom-com slash coming of age classic. I think it's equal parts, 13 going on 30. I have seen it. You have not. Mm-mm. No, any, I haven't. Uh, I can take guesses, but any insight as to why you haven't seen it? I think anyone um, who's listened to the podcast can take guesses, but yeah. in your own words. I I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know why I would have seen it. Fair. I, I, just no reason why I would have seen it at this time yeah. in my life, especially I wasn't 13 nor 30 <laughs> right, at right. that time. So it was, I was literally probably in between both mm-hmm. of those. So I had no interest. Yeah. Fair, fair. I saw it in the mm-hmm. theaters, actually. Oh, you saw it in the theaters? Yeah, wow. a friend of mine wanted to see. I don't know if it was my first choice, but I was surprised that... Because I was a little hit or miss with this genre, depending on what we're talking about at this in 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of movies that are more for girls, if you will, I sure. either like or I don't. Like, mm-hmm. I do like a lot of rom-coms. Then and now, I'm not pretending that I don't, but a lot of it is stupid, too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, okay, I'll watch it. But I really... Uh, liked it then and upon every rewatch I still like it Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's I think what I like about it and I've only been able to articulate this through our podcast is apparently I'm a very big sucker for coming of age movies Mm. and while this is a rom-com it is a coming of age learning what's like perspective what you should be chasing and stuff like that how to be a more functional adult how to have better values Mm -hmm. That is actually what the entire movie is about. Is this, is this a body switch movie? No, it's like big. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's the female big, basically. Okay. Um, it's, I, I have no idea because I've been wrong so many times. So I have no idea where this is going to rank for you or how much you're going to enjoy sure. it. But I guess the pros going in are Jennifer Garner has a, she's pretty charming in it like she's yeah, very I've always con- liked yeah she's always uh she's a very convincing 30 year old who's trying to embody an awkward 13 year old who's insecure there's mm-hmm. like a physicality that i think is so fun that you don't always get to see her play in that mm-hmm. way one of my friends in denver was like i actually did not think she was a good actress until i saw this movie mm. so i was like right. oh damn you got mark ruffalo hard not to like i love mark ruffalo you have judy greer hard not to like i love judy greer there's other people in it too i'm just not thinking of them quite offhand but i know there's like a lot of working actors and there's a couple children in it that i think grew up to be someone because i live under a mm. rock I think Brie Larson is in it. Okay. I don't really know who that is. I just know that's a thing and she's been pointed out. Uh, the person who plays 13-year-old. I Jennifer. think she won an Academy Award. Probably, but I live under a rock. So. Uh, she was in Room, yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm mixing it up. Mm-hmm. We'll look it up. Uh, yeah. the, the person who plays the young Jennifer Garner has a striking resemblance to her. She's played young mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner in other movies and has also mm-hmm. gone on to be a working actress. Talk more about that. And I just think it's... um. 
I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a pretty okay messaging. Like I, it kind of gets me in the feels yeah. every single time I watch it. So I weirdly like this movie. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, there's really no reason why I would have seen it, but also at the same time, no reason why I wouldn't have seen it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I do like magical realism, obviously. Yeah, that's true. So I think, yeah, I think this might be good. I think there are parts that you will enjoy. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend to know where it's going to really fall for you. But I I think if some of these teen movies, you at least found some parts enjoyable, even if you hated them. Mm -hmm. I don't think this will be like worse. I'm almost afraid to speak on it. There's a lot of 80s stuff. Okay. Yeah. She's in the 80s as a teenager, but then in 2004 is 30. Um. I also, yeah, just seeing the updated version of it from Big, you know, because mm-hmm. I think there's some things on there where it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a little weird. Right. It'll also be good to watch a, a comedy, uh, but like a, we've had some serious and action based ones a couple times yeah, in a row, yeah. now, I think. Yeah. So I think uh, I think usually, except for you know, obviously, like not. Uh, I'm I'm glad that this is going to be a comedy that's not a traditional teen comedy i feel like yes. it's gonna be more along the lines of mean girls instead of uh american pie 100 yeah. percent. yeah it shares more dna with mean girls i would say sort of by default it's a very different movie but like um mm-hmm. this they all came out the same year like mean girls 13 going on 30 and later this summer we're gonna watch the notebook mm-hmm. and that also came out in 2004 and this yeah. is my favorite out of those three okay um, mean girls is probably funnier, but I think this actually does have some funny mm-hmm. movies to it er, moments to it. Sorry. It's funny. This movie, I don't know how it did at the block at the box office. I think it did pretty well. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was like number. Maybe it was, I don't know. There was a lot going on in movies at the time though. So it's hard to say, but this has stayed in culture. Like this is something that I've, people love to yeah. like do on TikTok. Very, even the actress who played young, her dresses like the, when she turned 30, mm-hmm tried on some outfits for tiktok it's like it's a it's a thing and it never went away even if it wasn't as huge Mm -hmm. in the beginning right and i've for sure heard this Mm -hmm. about this movie more recently than i would have like some of the other movies you know right totally right and uh yeah i'm excited to watch it Cool. I'm excited to rewatch it. I don't yeah. know when the last time. Probably in the pandemic. In the I pandemic. probably saw it in the background or something. I've seen this movie okay. a lot, so I can kind of like half tune in when it's on. But mm. um, I like it though. I never don't come back eventually. So thanks okay. for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, should we finally watch? I mean, we should finally watch it. I think. I think my sister likes this movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it'll be uh, good to be cultured. cool okay well all right we'll see you guys in a minute okay bye bye we are back clark has seen 13 going on 30 why don't you start um yeah i liked it i thought i thought it was cute I mean, it was like a little, uh, you know, it's cheesy or whatever. Well, yeah, it's the genre. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was interesting juxtaposed with, you know, because you'd said big. This is very different because it's just a flash forward. Okay. It's not magically I'm have inhab my body has right that's right i see okay i've only seen big in pieces i think i saw it once when i was super young altogether but um you're right yes you're totally right i forgot that that's a little different yes yeah 
So this one is just almost like as if a person had amnesia for yes. 17 years. Or, or time traveled with no recollection of. Yeah. Yeah. Just interesting because <clears throat> it, you know, but it does have the same kind of mechanisms as big where it's like, oh, that innocence that I had as a kid mm-hmm. could serve me as an adult or whatever. Yeah. So that's intact. Even, uh, I mean, because it, it is weird because she does become a bad person. Mm-hmm. She is not likable, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, no. you don't, it's weird. It, I, I wish that they would have, I liked it, but it left me wanting to see what she was like right like before flashbacks. she did the jump. Yeah, yeah. like fla- or even flashbacks to like some of the stunts that she pulled, <laughs> not just yearbook photos to show that she like, yeah became popular or whatever yeah but even a week before Uh the events of this like not even the high school stuff like a week before oh her adult life like yeah her adult yeah yeah yeah. because you know we're we're just as confused as she is to be honest which i i guess that is kind of good that like that was a good um storytelling tool because Mm -hmm. we were just as lost keeps you on the edge of your seat trying yeah because it's like she's trying to get into it and well, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day, where it's like, what's happening? Like, what? Right. A little different, but like, what is the reality that we're in? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because if you think about this, she doesn't know anything about math or proper English. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's a lot to be desired. Because that was the thing about Big that really worked mm. is he became. He rose up in the ranks. For one thing, he was like a computer nerd. And right. they established that really well in the in the movie. Like, he was already a computer nerd. So, he already knew how to type faster than anybody else, you know. But also, it, he was working in the toy industry. So, he was having mm. to cater to kid, you know, right, kids. Right. So, he had a leg up on all the other executives right. and stuff. With her, I don't think that her skills as a 13-year-old mm-hmm. would necessarily translate to... <laughs> they weren't transferable. I think that was for the comedy of it all because she had to learn on the fly yeah. and be so confused and so clearly incompetent, mm-hmm. you know, at first. Up to you if you if you think it worked or not, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like that's... And that's the thing. I, I guess like they do kind of show it a little bit when she hires Mark Ruffalo's character, Matt, Matt Maddie. Uh, he, she hires Maddie to take pictures mm-hmm. and to do it as a style of basically your book, kind yeah. of. Which I don't know. It's so weird because at this time I felt like that's the way like magazines already kind of just were, right? I don't know. No I've... magazines I was reading looked like a high school yearbook now. Okay. It was all like fashion models and like aspirational, Mm -hmm. not like real life. Okay. I mean, there may have been like an article where it's like, you know, a zoom in on a real girl in Oklahoma or like the cheerleading squad in Nebraska or something like I think, Mm -hmm. especially like 17 or something like that. For the most part, fashion magazines or women's magazines that are somewhat in that Mm -hmm. arena. No, not really. Okay. I, yeah, I, I didn't really get what kind of magazine mm-hmm. i don't think anyone would buy were. that magazine though that's like one of the yeah. only uh parts of the movie that kind of take me a little bit out of it just because like i was not the kid that wanted to read about people that were like me i guess exactly. I, I think that's yeah. not a lot that's not what people use magazines for i don't think 
that sells. So it's cute mm-hmm. that it worked in the movie. I don't know if the her boss would have been as charmed. I don't know sure. if it would have worked. I don't know if Sparkle would have stolen it. I, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know if it was a million dollar so idea. I guess I'm thinking of like Teen Vogue. Like that would have been a Teen Vogue. Mm-hmm. I feel, I don't know. Teen yeah. Vogue was a lot more aspirational though not as high school but younger audience for sure you're right with that demographic that they were going for for sure i only read architecture digest actually so (laughs) i'm just kidding magazines Um, what are they now in 2023 well yeah i mean that's another thing is (laughs) like give this like seven or like seven years whatever yeah oh yeah a couple years yeah it would just be kind of out yeah, uh, in general, they all would have been out. Yeah, within top. four years even, because like with the recession is yeah, when it really too. started to like uh, prove that print may be dying. Yeah, it's strange because it does have this time travel aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess she learned about herself. I think she learned about what her due north is, like what's really important in life. I guess. Because so, I think yeah. a lot of young people, in particular at 13, care about what other people think so much. Mm-hmm. And try to assimilate, you know, and miss what they're actually going to look back on and miss. I think mm-hmm. that's the whole kind of log line of the movie. Yeah. They just kind of took it to an extreme. Of course. Yeah. To yeah. make the point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's why I wish I had just more context. Mm-hmm. I wish I did have more context. A video of her mm-hmm. like a week before yelling at people or something. Right. I would have loved that because we only see we see her as a teenager and then mm-hmm. we see her as an adult and she's exactly the same so it's like maybe her life was I, I don't know what her life was but maybe her life was okay she was a an editor i don't know because because then we get to see like what her ideal thing mm-hmm. you know she married matt or whatever and seeing like if that her life was that much better i don't know I think, though, all the implications with the cheating and, like, you stupid bitch memos that she would get, mm-hmm. I think, like, it's just implied that, I guess, you know, no, for I me, that's enough. I, I, I like it the way it is. Sure, but yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been mad at a flashback or a yeah. little more context, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, like, the thing is, is, you know, in that situation, you could still be a bad person and still have a good life. <laughs> sure i think i think this was the breaking point or at least through the 13 year old eyes because i think she Mm -hmm. wanted a lot of superficial things at 13 but she hadn't turned to the dark side yet Mm -hmm. to use a star wars reference if you guys didn't watch go back and listen it was recent um you know and so like because even though she was trying to fit in at 13 she wasn't bad yet she was just testing the waters and then Mm -hmm. it got pathologized from that point on right yeah yeah exactly so, yeah, I think that's interesting. Um, Judy Greer, what was her character in that? Um, Lucy or Tom Lucy. Tom, depending on yeah. what age. Yeah. Right. Like, Lucy, it, it was really interesting that they were still friends. Cause like, yeah. Because I was like, oh, well, why would they still be fr- I don't know why they would still necessarily be I friends. Think just a plot device. That kind of, That's one of the other things that kind of low-key makes me stop and go hmm just because so few people especially people with big careers like that they don't always stay friends with their Mm -hmm. high school friends and you would think that they'd have like a competitive edge right especially since she kind of replaced her as the lead six chick or whatever yeah and then they were like it's almost like a twin wedding where it's like or like you know double wedding but they have like double 
they're both editors at a magazine you know what yeah. i mean and it's yeah. like oh that's what are the odds of both of them getting hired there like not great like you know like that's yeah. one of the only things also there's a few but uh yeah where i'm like mm, not likely but i guess also though miserable people stick with miserable people and if yeah, you're not nice true. enough to yeah. go make new friends you stick with what you know i have met people like that in real life so mm-hmm. that part is believable but the fact that they'd work at the same magazine yeah. is not <laughs> i just don't did they like interview together <laughs> yeah or? that's what you mean by like a double wedding almost it's like yeah. did they do a double interview did one of them get yeah. each other the job how are they so similarly ranked you know yeah, like things too. of that yeah. nature it's not the most realistic especially mm-hmm. since they don't seem to have a strong sisterhood just a strong familiarity right yeah because it's best not to think too much about it. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of little plot devices in here where, like, I think because I saw it when I was younger, I can let it slide because I have the nostalgia factor that we're always talking about if movies hold up or how we see them through an adult lens or whatever. Um, but no, there's a few things and I'm like, mm, that's fishy. Yeah. I want to be honest, even her 13 self, like when mm-hmm. she came as a 13 year old, mm-hmm. she wasn't that good of a per- person. Like, I don't know. She was very like blase about everything until like later on i guess mm-hmm. maybe um no she was flirting with like she wasn't like she was saying mean things to fit in she was mm-hmm. all about image all about selling her best friend up the river like i mean yeah no she was yeah. a lot of i think middle schoolers in general go through a phase whether it's mean whether it's withdrawn or whatever it may or may not be mm-hmm. it just you know and sometimes when, i think we were kind of talking about this in the last star wars episode like you look at young people and you see that they can go either which way in life right. and this is the example of that where yeah. she could have it could have been a phase for a year and then by mm-hmm. high school she would have been fine uh or it was nope she was on a tear for the rest of her life until she woke up with no memory yeah exactly in a parallel universe basically right and um i wonder if she's going to use some of that knowledge in her I mean, she obviously got with yeah. got together. With I think Matt. I think the implication is yeah. she like you know stays close with her family and mm-hmm. has just a more grounded value system and stuff. Yeah. Also, I didn't know how much time had passed in this. Like, it was kind of it was like two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. At one point, there's a lot of um, juxtaposition throwaway lines where, like, I've seen this movie a lot, so I hear it, but. I think there's been times where I've been watching movies and I have a similar question because on a first try, it's hard mm-hmm. to get all the names. It's hard to get sure, all the like yeah. dates. There was at one point where they were talking about maybe it was like more like a month because like there was some setup. It was all over like the spring, though. And then um, they had two weeks to redesign the magazine. Mm-hmm. So it was like I would say yeah. low ball three weeks, high ball six to eight okay total yeah but there was a weird thing like i kind of didn't i so where i thought this was gonna go Mm. was that it was gonna be like oh i wish i could have seen all these great things that i did that's the the weird thing about it like so my initial i don't think i don't know why i didn't say it in the Mm. preview review but i think as it was going i was like oh she's gonna miss everything Thing. like oh i miss being a 13 year old oh and in this i don't even really get that she missed being a 13 year old i think she was more like oh i need to change things in my life which is fine 
I mean, but, but that's yeah. why she had the slumber party with the 13 year olds yeah. in her building and stuff. Like there was, she was straddling the world a little bit, I think, yeah. but doing what she had to do to not get fired, I guess. Right. And I was thinking like, if you did do that, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would go back and you'd for a week be like, huh, I need to really change my ways. But after a week, like forget about it. <laughs> Who I don't knows? know. Well, it's hard because she's in arrested development because she has the mentality of a 13 year old trying to fit in with yeah. an adult crowd. So like it's kind of a mind bender a little to me where like how quickly would she really assimilate or go back mm-hmm. to her old life? Because that's kind of not her. That's not her yeah. lived experiences. So it's like, right. I don't know. But also like kind of compartmentalize it. It's Maybe. like, oh, that was just a weird dream. Yikes. Okay, anyways, I'm going to go back to being my 13-year-old self and not really, like, have learned the lessons, but also uh, not take them. I get them what you're and, saying. Like, and, just live as a 13-year-old, as yeah. a 30-year-old? No, like, go back and be, like, go back to your old ways pretty easily. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it was just a blip. It was just a dream. It was just a, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to <laughs> wrap my head around it, I guess, Yeah, yeah. What did you like about it now that we're like, you know, uh, like, OK, this is what maybe was questionable or oh, like confused yeah. or. Yeah. I mean, it was it was nice. Um, But yeah, the things that I did like I did. The cast was pretty charming. I don't know if I I get that she was supposed to be like a 13 year old, but she was also I don't know any 13 year olds that acted exactly like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the way Jennifer Gardner was acting. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think what it was, maybe this is like a gendered thing, but like to me, she was acting like how I would feel. Like, you know how like sometimes with like theater acting versus like uh, acting for the screen, you have to like show things a little bit differently and more dynamically. Mm-hmm. To me, this is almost like theater acting where you're showing what you're thinking so sure. much and what you're feeling so it's translatable. Yeah. Because um, like I saw a lot of, 13 year old energy from like just me and my friends and stuff and mm-hmm. the stuff we would talk about and feel and be nervous about but would play too cool for school about especially when she's like alone in her apartment or something like that like mm-hmm. that read pretty authentic okay yeah okay yeah i don't know but teach mm-hmm. their own yeah sure at least their own mm-hmm. um <laughs> and then uh but yeah other than that like i felt like when she kind of started becoming a little bit more adult i was like okay I mean, because it's also kind of, like, weird to, you know, think about a 13-year-old-minded person having sex, too. Like, yeah. I don't know. That kind of gets icky for me. Well, luckily, she didn't, though. Yeah, I guess maybe not or whatever. Yeah. yeah no, they, 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 she broke up with him every time, like, he yeah. got too naked and said yeah. no more. And yeah, I, I loved uh, Judy Greer in it. Mm-hmm. I thought she was good. And Andy Circus, I'm like, wow, he, I I really never saw him that young. He's mm. he's very known for his motion captures around this time because he was, I think, so this would have been around the time that Lord of the Rings came out and he played Smeagol in it. So he, he looks, you know, completely. So I've never seen him this young as, as is that the one human. with the voice and the, he's saying, talking about the ring? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's I him. I haven't seen Lord of the Rings either. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. And also he was in Andor and uh, more recently he was in Andor and he was a great character mm-hmm. and he was excellent. That's um, so funny. Uh, and that's a Star Wars show. Yeah. And then uh, I, 
I like the music. Minus the Liz Fair song. The Liz Fair song. Oh, I was like, God, God, that is Liz Fair, isn't it? Because I remember hearing that she went pop. No, this is how it went. Clark was like, this was a big song at one I point, remember, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, and it sucks. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, it's Liz Fair, too. And you're like, what? I know. <laughs> I think I forgot about that. I thought it was like Natasha Bedingfield. It or sounds something. more like her. I agree. Or, Liz Fair sold out big time. Like that's not never said. Like that's yeah. not any of her like cool grunge nineties. It's mm-hmm. the poppiest. I remember being so annoyed at that song. Like I yeah. never liked that song. <laughs> right. But they had to have some two thousand four in there and not just all Pat Benatar and blah blah blah. I don't yeah. I don't like their choice, but I respect what they had to, you know yeah that was do something contemporary yeah I'm, i think i'm still processing it to be honest mm-hmm. so yeah i might have a different idea well i guess it, like but... i'll i'll then take the yeah. microphone um what i kind of like about it are a few things like i i like let's start with mark ruffalo not only is he great because he always mm-hmm. is but i like in a lot of ways how he's a little bit different of a leading man in these types of movies Mm -hmm. like because he's cool without being too cool for school Mm -hmm. like he has great music taste he's fleshed out Mm -hmm. he's complicated he's not like an archetype yeah you know as much as like this genre usually will make very like Mm -hmm. heavy-handed so like i kind of appreciate he's a respectable love interest to me yeah the character and mark ruffalo let's be real but the character itself how he played it how it Mm -hmm. was written i'm like I can get on board with this. It's it's yeah. not too out there, too cool, but it's not like I'm just a nice guy. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that'd be boring too. <laughs> yeah, but I I liked his fiance. Yeah, she was nice. Know? Yeah, and there was that's nothing. Why I'm like they didn't vilify her. I do they appreci- didn't. I'm I appreciate glad that, that they didn't do yeah. that. But also, I felt bad for her. Oh I'm yeah, like, of course. No cool. one wants to be that person where you're the love of your life is having an emotional affair yeah yeah and hanging so, out with their old crush from middle and high school or whatever like yeah. that's yeah it is yeah. poor wendy like yeah that does suck so i guess i'm getting like the feelings that you got during like casablanca or whatever mm-hmm. so Maybe. I, yeah i think, I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that might paint yeah it for me or whatever yeah do you like that he chose wendy at the end though because i i like that yeah, yeah me for too. sure I but i knew too. it would be able easily be able to be fixed of course with the magic right right of the movie but yeah like i am i'm glad that he did that but i also i mean because basically what it at the end like everything falls apart for her mm-hmm. so then it's cool that she's able to do a do-over yeah you know but um i also thought it was i don't know so she turned 13 and that's when she but like when she came back i wish it was on her birthday it was. Wait. It was on her birthday? Yeah, that's that's why she jumped out of the closet to kiss him because he was coming down to sing the birthday song. Oh. And then the Tom the Tom girl came down to get the scarf and she ripped up the thing because they would left to go. Like she stole the assignment that Jenna did for them. Oh, no, no, no. I'm oh. saying like 30, 30 year old birthday her 30th oh, birthday. Oh, instead of like their wedding yeah. or something? Oh. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 It's just. I thought that would have been fun to be like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what my birthday looked like when, mm. in 1987. This is what my birthday looks like in 2004 right. or whatever. Right. You know, like I thought that would have been fun. Um, but those are nitpicking things uh, at the yeah. end of the day. But yeah, I thought I thought this was a cute movie because I, I was saying that I had some connective tissue to... Never been kissed. Never been kissed because there's also the journalism element yeah. to it and also... 
the young spirited innocent uh protagonist yeah. leading lady exactly yeah. yeah yeah i agree with that i'm I'm surprised i didn't say think that uh earlier so good catch um mm-hmm. yeah i think it's more grounded than a lot of the other even though it's magical realism yeah. it is uh the way it's played and the way it's written and like just the fact that like even though you're right, of course they couldn't have her get everything she wanted. She had to go back to the original universe and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think too often people really do have like delusions that like if they reconnect with an old friend, with an old crush, with an old partner, yeah. that it can work out. And that's why I like the Mark Ruffalo speech so much mm-hmm. where it's like, we made different choices. Yeah. We moved on. I chose Wendy. And you know me, like I'm not always into like complicated aspects but i like it if it's super grounded and has a message and i think this really does because Mm -hmm. it's like you know he and i like that he was honest he was like no i i felt stuff he didn't gaslight her he didn't deny his feelings he was very emotionally open um but he was like this is just not i'm not he wasn't gonna make a decision based on a month give or take yeah, for sure. And yeah. throw his life away. And, and yeah, and I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. Because people, you know, they see that in the movies all the time. And I think people do that in real life sometimes. Not all the time, but people no, have very unrealistic expectations. And Well, I mean, there's the quote from The Great Gatsby. When you dig up the past, all you get is dirty. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's where it's like when you keep trying to go back to something that didn't work the first time what makes you think it's gonna work the second time yeah that's why i'm not usually even a fan hot take maybe but like anytime exes get back together i'm like don't do it it's like going up the stairs in a horror movie because even if it kind of sort of works out it's like does it does it though like are you just happy to be in the repeated history because it's familiar yeah exactly i think that's what most of it is you're Mm -hmm. getting back to not even with that person you're going back to that time in your life when you were happy with that person and not necessarily that's not Not the rest of it and that's another reason why i kind of like that he shot her down at her Mm wedding at his wedding because it's like she wasn't nice to him in this reality exactly she hasn't been nice to him in like years 17 years years? like something like that and and it's like that would be like that's why i like he's a nice man but he's not Mm -hmm. the nice guy he has mm-hmm. a backbone. He has that's mm-hmm. why I, he's probably my favorite rom com mm-hmm. leading guy for that reason. Like yeah. he's just plus right. he has cool yeah. music taste and he's Mark Ruffalo, so it's hard not to Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. find him aspirational in this. But uh yeah, I just I don't know. I, I I think when I watched this movie or I think when I rewatched this movie, I don't think it was the first time I saw mm-hmm. it, but I saw it mm, I don't know, at one point in my early twenties again and it really hit me because like at that point I, I wasn't, Oh my God, I was not Jenna Rink. Like I wasn't that bad, but I don't know. I lost my compass. I think a little bit when I was a young adult and Mm -hmm. some of it was stuff I was going through, but some of it was just, um, I guess me pushing certain limits. I think there's just a perfect storm and there were things that I, I had regrets, you know, I had, I don't think I have regrets now, but I think I had regrets at like 22 or 23 mm-hmm. and I didn't know what was going to happen next. And I had finally kind of locked back into probably the closer to the person who I always was and should have been. And um, so I think that's why I love this movie so much just to see like, you know, 
it's okay, you can get it right, you know, and Mm -hmm. the nostalgia of like wishing you could do stuff different, even though you shouldn't dig up the past. But just, I think it was a cathartic movie for me when upon a rewatch. I think that's what I'm trying to Mm -hmm. say. And parts for it, you know, it hit me differently, of course, now, but um, every time I watch it, I have like a different emotional moment with Mm -hmm. it or something. It's like, your life is a series of choices and you know, people do come in and out of your life and we do sometimes go for the wrong things Mm -hmm. or people or philosophies, ways of living, whatever you want to call it. So, and if you're, you know, introspective, that gets kind of scary, you know, ignorance Mm -hmm. is bliss, but if you actually shine a light on your demons or whatever you could have done, you know, so it's like a nice, honest portrayal but fun with like literally sparkles <laughs> yeah i know so it's like a little more digestible than like a drama about those topics and right since i tend to be both light and dark i think mm-hmm. that's why i like this movie so much it sure just it's a interesting temperature that unlocks a lot of my feelings mm-hmm. yeah yeah i get that i understand that for sure because i love fun movies or fun shows that are secretly like have messages i think that's part of why i like puppeteering so much because you can like give darker stuff to the puppets Mm -hmm. or you know something that wouldn't be as like well said or well received rather from me and people like it because it's a little furry puppet that people are that's like wanting to watch you know and it's Mm -hmm. it's magic literally so yeah you don't need to have a puppet for it. You can just have a, you know, fun movie, but I don't know. That's my sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah. And I definitely, yeah, I, I, I liked it. It was definitely less tangled or like leaps of belief. Funny enough mm-hmm. than, yeah. Some of the other movies that we've watched for yeah. sure, you know, it's Cause not it gets like close to the line, but they never cross it yeah. too. like whether mm-hmm. it's like the stuff we've already talked about or going back to the, she's 13, but 30 of it all. Mm-hmm. Like when she hits on that 13 year old at the bar, it's so deeply uncomfortable, but it it's is, so right. funny, but they also, they, they, they cut it off yeah. before it becomes too much. Mm-hmm. It's just a joke. They don't take right. it further. Um, same thing. She's always running away from her boyfriend. Nothing ever escalates. Um, like it's could have been in the wrong hands. This could have been a very different movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, it definitely could have gone off the rails. Yeah. Like they leave her sexuality out of it, which is appropriate because she's 13. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm glad for that because like, I I mean, that's, you know, in rewatching big, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, he has sex with a woman, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's like that's something. Yeah, so yeah. it's like some weird stuff with that. You know? Boy, we were permissible back in the day. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess like yeah, we had different values, yeah. different yeah. different yeah. lenses and ways of framing things. Right, for sure. Um, yeah, it was cool, and it was a magical rom com. Mm-hmm. We haven't had too many of those, have we? Had yeah, which is funny because that is usually my favorite rom com. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Michelle Gondry movies, um, like are... Eternal Sunshine of Spotless uh... Mind, or like Science of Sleep. Uh, he does a lot of those kind of like yeah, magical movies, but they're romantic, you know, mm-hmm. ultimately and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah, I like the music a lot too. It's mm-hmm. fun, a little yeah. cliche, but they find a way to make it their own. Um, 
they play the same songs over and a couple do yeah over i mean because they play uh madonna's crazy for you only because it was coming back to like where they were though no for sure but i'm Mm -hmm. i'm just saying that Yes, but they still yes. come back to all these Liz songs. Liz Fair also. Liz Fair, Thriller, and also oh, right. yeah. Pat Benatar. Did they so, play that more than once or did she quote that a few times before they she played quote, it? Yeah, she might have just quoted it. But okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, oh, and Jesse's Girl. Jesse's Girl, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, oh man, there's so many other better, like, I mean, not oh, better songs. Yeah, movies. 100. No, like, they're good, yeah. but there's other gems. Yeah. For sure. That's what I mean. It's a little cliche, but they make it their own kind sure. of. Sure. They do the thriller dance and the slumber yeah. party. And so I'm like, eh, I'm not as mad at it. It's not like the most cliche 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be worse. I don't know. It's also fun to sometimes, like, do you have anything that you look back on that you used to, like, appreciate or value or even have a crush on someone and then when you get older you're like what was i thinking because she kind of had that with the chris grandy character mm, yeah for sure um who's played by jim Gaffigan. yeah which is wild yeah. um it's so funny. but it, it's like i don't know like it is always funny to see like what you think is so important or attractive or whatever and then give it a few years and you're like oh i dodged a bullet or oh i'm Maybe. glad i didn't go on that path like Sure. I've had that I mean, moment of quite a few times. I guess so. I think my first crush was Winona Ryder, and it still is. Well, like, I mean, but that's from afar. I mean, like in real life, like, oh, you know, or life. anything, you know. Oh, I've never cared about any real human. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I've been very happy I haven't um, married a lot of my exes because yeah. they're not really good people, or I was in a weird phase and sure i don't know yeah um but we have another two-timer for from edward scissorhands oh yes mom, yes kathy baker kathy baker yeah that's yeah i didn't clock her in edward scissorhands i knew i knew her from other stuff but i don't know if i would have said she's in 13 going on 30. Mm. I don't think I said that in the... I don't think I knew I doubt, that. Yeah, that's I don't true. think I knew that. So I turned to you and I was like, wait a second, mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands? And you're yeah. like, yeah. She was the Predator one. Yeah, she was Yeah, she was that. So, well, yeah, so it's a very different role for her. Very. Yeah. She's so nurturing and grounded and sweet mm-hmm. in this. And yeah, and her parents are really sweet. And, yeah, and yeah, they played the different ages really well too, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. Um, so welcome Kathy Baker to our two time and up club. Two-timer, yeah. I don't think she's gonna be James Earl Jones at this point. But, I don't think anyone's um, gonna be James Earl Jones at this point. But yeah. you never know though. A lot of actors who work but are not names do like Judy Greer. I'm surprised we haven't seen Judy I'm Greer yet, so actually. Too, How is yeah. this we've had this since September, I think we launched. Yeah. And now it's May and uh Oh my goodness, Judy Greer literally wrote a book called I Don't Know What You Know Me From because she's always yeah. playing the best friend or like some other side character. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Something that did tickle me just because of the the passage of time and how things age was um, when 30-year-old Jenna first arrives on the scene and they're going into Poise Magazine for the first time. All of the most recent... Uh, magazine articles feature Jennifer Lopez, yeah, that's who in so real weird. time had probably not long before this broken off her engagement to uh, Ben Affleck, probably with or or maybe they were still together at this point. I actually don't know when Jennifer well, the first movie broke so up. The reason, okay, I know what because I 
I don't know. I don't know why I didn't remember that Ben Affleck. Well, because I don't follow it. But like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner, I know where they met. They met on the set of Daredevil. Right. That's right. And that was like 2007 or 8 or 6 or I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. All I know is this is nebulous around the end of the Benefer era. Yeah. Jennifer Gardner does this movie, has no idea she's going to marry Ben Affleck. And now this is my first rewatch where Ben and Jennifer mm. Lopez are back yeah. together. Ben for the sequel. They got married a couple months ago. So like that's just. That's really bizarre. Wild. And this is one of the most beloved Jennifer Garner films I think. Mm-hmm. Like people love this movie. And so it's like art imitating life. Life imitating yeah. art. Like that's. I don't think we've had something that blatant and strange and yet hidden easter eggs that were not intentional yeah based on real life yet like i don't think we've had that yet oh so. no i i can't remember one but yeah because it is weird because there was one time i think in i am legend this is like something way different but they had superman versus batman mm. in that movie like as like in Times square or whatever mm-hmm. And eventually they did make that movie. Maybe uh, they already knew that they were going to make that movie maybe. like 10 years. But, but it, it was like that's an easy something. joke to make though too. Yeah. That, without knowing that it would be a movie. So Exactly. Yeah. So it ended up. Yeah. Or maybe they knew. It was probably in production hell for a while. So. Yeah. They probably didn't have. Possibly. Any, and funny enough. Ben Affleck plays <laughs> Batman in that. So. Well it's that whole like question where it's like. Okay. The characters in these movies like. Like when Kevin Bacon is in a movie, does he know, does his character know that the expression six degrees of Kevin Bacon exists? Mm-hmm. And what does that mean to him? Yeah. Or does Footloose exist or like whatever? And mm-hmm. so that's always yeah. a fun little mind game to play. Where like it's a like, shared hmm. universe. Yeah. 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 So fun, fun. Next week, we're going to be watching Four Weddings and a Funeral, which both of us haven't seen. I have not seen it. All right. Yeah. That's been a minute since mm-hmm. we both haven't well Cheech and Chong we accidentally yeah. both but you didn't know yeah. that going in so I didn't know that going yeah. in yeah <laughs> so we've been watching a few things slightly out of order so uh like my memory's a little uh burned out but yeah I think this is the first one since Philadelphia that we both mm-hmm. haven't seen yeah wow that we knowingly both haven't seen yeah so um that'll be exciting i think there's some repeat offenders in that one i think we're yeah, gonna have a second a and a third maybe uh in terms of our club yeah, that I they don't know about that oh. we have for them because isn't andy mcdowell andy mcdowell and hugh grant, and hugh grant. that'll so be his third he's gonna oust uh, colin firth because they were kind of going head to head in all the same yeah. movies we were watching right I'm Wilson's. very into our little club i i don't i don't know if anyone else is but I think yeah it's fun. yeah <laughs> i think it's fun but yeah, right now the leader is... Uh, how many do we have for... Well, with James Earl Jones, it's, it's hard five. because... Well, if we count all three of the Star Wars I think movies... we have to. Because like, we could also just count it as a franchise and give other people a chance. Sure. We could always have like an asterisk to see if... like. Because then Harrison Ford gets a leg Yeah, because then too. he's... Exactly. It gets a little... And Carrie Fisher also yeah. then is at least four. Actually, yeah. So, um, so counting Star Wars as a franchise, he's at four. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the only one, unless we count both Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher as multiples, but they're otherwise two. Yeah. So Hugh Grant will be the second to have a third entirely separate Mm-hmm. movie with 
no attachments to anything else. Okay. Yeah. We'll decide as we go which which sure, which one yeah. makes sense, but and that's fine. That's yeah, fine, yeah. Because we have to see how many contenders there are. You know, how many we're gonna pop up. I yeah. didn't know there was gonna be one in in this. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, as we go along, we're gonna definitely yeah. Yeah, because like I've seen the secretary from um, this movie. Uh, yeah, in a lot familiar. of places. Like she's been in a lot of movies. I think um, just one of I feel those like, like working actors friends, too. She may have been. I mean, like, yeah. she's a working actress that's, like, around. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked her in this role, too. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention that. She just was really sweet and charming and mm-hmm. believable, where it's like, don't yell at me. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> you told me not to bother you with family. Yeah, For the first funny. time, I might actually read Boys Magazine. Like, I thought she was great. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for her. But, yeah, come back next week. Subscribe mm-hmm. wherever you're listening to this. Uh, shoot us a comment if you want uh, at youtube and tiktok at let's finally watch it i'm lauren blair donovan and feel free to peruse all my social media at blairosaurus rex because i'm a dinosaur obviously mm-hmm. and i um i'm clark Kinez, uh other clark c i'm not a dinosaur that's okay we're still friends that's you know? for sure i'm interspecies fine. friends yeah i mean i don't know if i want to be a dinosaur don't knock my kind. Right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You don't have to want to be it, but yeah. don't make sure. Make sure, sure I'm not like, you know, okay. feeling bad about my dinosaurness. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled by the dinosaur community. Well, not even canceled. Just we're friends, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, dope. All right. Enough comedy bits. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>